Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, we'll put the pigskin aside momentarily, even though that conversation has been good. Let's get into some hoops right now in the second hour. Barton Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. Because last night was. It was crazy. If if you had a team that was in it, it was fun. There was stuff going on. First of all, last night late, you know, if, if you didn't stay up for it. The Kings Warriors game yes. had so much riding on it when it comes to advancing because the 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 I think the Warriors had to win by fifteen. But I the thought Kings, it was twelve. Okay. Maybe it was twelve, but the Kings couldn't lose by whatever. Like there was like a, like the Kings could lose, but but as if they lost by eleven, it was still they were going to get in. Like it was something weird, right? Yeah, some hard and, ass play yesterday. And and the Warriors were rolling for three quarters. Yes. And then like the Kings and they were home. The Kings were the home team. Scratch a little bit. Scratch a little bit. Scratch a little bit. Then Draymond's and, technical. And then Draymond, like man, he, can, now this is <laughs> Can't your guy. Can't get right. Can't get Can right. You, tell me this: when it comes to Draymond Green, before we get into the Knicks stuff, I'm just curious how you feel. We understand, like you don't want to like what makes him a blank is what makes him good. That's what one GM once told mm-hmm. me about a player, and I've always lived by that. Because you know what, you're right. You, you can't take the it out of the player, yeah. Because it takes so that can, out, out of his gotta game. Take the good with the bad. That's it. But with Draymond, it's like how many times do we make excuses for? Well, he just plays with passion, and you need that, and you know you can't have him not play with passion because he won't be as effective. How much like, we can't keep using that yo, as an excuse. Ref- Sometimes it's like, yo, that is just dumb what you did. And, and referees give no chill now. They don't know anyone hear nothing from well, because you. Because you're like, tired of it. Yeah. Because you know why? This You've one been thing if, it for two years, three like, years. Like, like this one thing if you're if you walk next to me and we have a conversation and we're not happy about it or whatever like that. But if you're de- being demon and it's the same old, same old you you don't shut up the whole game and then you're demonstrative. Show me up. Yeah. Show me up. No, I'm I, you're out, man. I'm done with you. Like and then and then Steve Kerr had to take him out because the next they, foul yeah. he took, he's glaring at the official, almost daring him to kick him out of the game. And I give the official like, bro, credit. He didn't like, hit him with the second tech. Like, bro, didn't you just get back? Yeah. Like, what the what, what the he, hell? Literally, we doing? five game suspension. Just got back. Right. It's like, bro, maybe we wouldn't have to win by twelve if your ass was here doing your job, <laughs> what you get paid to do. And it's, now you're going to come here and it costs us this one? Yeah. It's like it's crazy. I, I wouldn't be happy about it. If I was Steph Curry, tell me, you're getting tired of it. You have to be getting tired of it. Tell, tell me this. Who, who, who is the most annoying player? In sports? Draymond Top. No, 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 no. Dennis Rodman. Ryan Artest. Both guys. Draymond are, Green. Yeah, all right. Here's the thing. Dennis Rodman – you marveled at his motor and all that stuff. Like the other stuff was almost comical in a way, but it wasn't Keeps like dude in the nuts. Well, that was look. That was and I actually the the cameraman, like that was the one moment where you could say, like you know that it's that a wrap of the worm. Like that was stupid. But like the little things that he would do. Did you see ever see the clip where he's boxing out Alonzo Mourning? And it's on a foul line, and a lot, and he says to a no, actually, he's standing next to him, and he says to Morning, "You got a nice butt," but he doesn't say butt. Mm-hmm. And Morning's like giving his side, like what, like what are you doing? And then so I like your anus. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, is Riley it is it Harry? Uh, Morning comes out of the game. <laughs> and he's sitting on the bench, and the camera shows Morning, and and Denver keeps looking over his shoulder back to him, and, and Morning, you can see him like read his lips. He's like, 
yo, there's something wrong with you, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like he keeps saying, like, yeah, that's messed up, man. Like he just keeps saying it. Like Rodman would do that kind of stuff, and it was kind of funny. But he, like, you marveled at his motor. But he would squeeze uh, your, squeeze people butts. But he would course. get, he would get fouled. He would get, ta- he he got to the point, especially when the Spurs, where he'd get thrown out all the time. Yeah, right? it got, it got. Well, again, I think that's what happens. Is in the beginning, it's passion. Then it becomes part of your act. Oh, this is my brand. That's what they expect me to do. Yeah, and and I feel like I feel like that's where Draymond has gone to a point now, and that's all of because every guy with a podcast, they all have something to say, and Draymond Green has something to say about a lot of stuff, which is fine. That's his. I actually value an opinion of a guy who's won four championships, been in the league a long time. I value his opinion, but how can I value your opinion if you don't value anybody else's? So wait, you can hold people accountable. But no one can – like, you can never say, yeah, yeah, that was on me. Like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. No, everything is – he fights back on anyone that has anything to say to him. I would choke Gobert out again. So, okay, what about Ronald Test? Because he got – he became a distraction after a while. It's like – Yep. And Ronald right. Test now to a man will tell you, it, I went too far. It got too far. He will admit it. And I think Draymond has reached that point where he's, he's becoming a character. Becoming, there you go. That's my I, – and I feel like the guys were – I feel like Kerr – and Curry are both kind of like we can't live without them, but it's getting hard to live with them. And I think they're getting to that point now because they also know that you can't have that conversation with them because he will never be held accountable. He will never, ever admit he was wrong. And that's a problem. He's got to see that. How are you so opinionated but no one can say anything about you without you maybe once saying, you know, you got a, you got a good point. I need to be better. So that's why I think it gets tiresome. So that's that whole story. But that, still, that was a compelling game, and that ended the way it ended. The Kings ended up winning, so they end up getting uh, the spot in the play-in in the West. But the Knicks did what they were supposed to do last night, which is win and win big over the Charlotte Hornets. Now, it wasn't easy, but they eventually blew it open and won. <laughs> Julius Randle had a 25-20 and 20 performance that, on the, when you look at the box score, you're going, wow, what a game. But if you watch, there were moments, and Don and I were calling it, Don LeGrecke and I called the game, and there were moments in the game where I was looking at Don, I said, you know, they, they need a better effort out of him, which is hard to believe. He had a 20-rebound game, and I said they need a better effort. Because <laughs> he just, there are times where he dogs it. And that's maddening because he is so good. I don't but understand. They, they did what they were supposed to do. I don't understand, like, why when he gets like that, why he just don't take himself out of the game. You don't have to play every minute, bro. Just play Tibbs hard and when you get tired, get no, out. No, Tibbs took him out at one point because you could, like, he – Anytime there's a turnover, everyone hustles back. He's he the one complains. guy that does the shrug. <sighs> then, and, then, and then a check hop skip like, before you, know you actually you, run. You know when your kid is like, like leaves the kitchen table and they're, gonna, they're trying to sneak away, go upstairs, and you're like, uh, dishes. And what do they do? They do that shrug. They do that kind of like the shoulders drop. Like, and the oh. pause. Like, <sighs> and like, they Yo. wait a minute. And then they trudge towards the dishwasher. Like you're that's, already late. That's Julius Randle. That's Julius Randle. And it's it's tough to watch, but yet twenty five and twenty can't argue with that production, man. It was phenomenal production. And what I like is the sound that they got from guys like R. J. Baird and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yo, man, this is like, yo, we down. We got, we got, we got, we got to go up, man. We got to, you know, that that whole thing that tells you that takes you in to like, you know, how the players are thinking. They're aware of how many they have to play by. The stuff and, last know, night. That's true. We had Josh Josh Hart on. Actually, Tom, if you could find it from last night, Josh Hart came on with us with Don and I after the game. And we asked him, did you know about the point differential? Were you looking at the scoreboard? 
and all that stuff. And he actually acknowledged, yes, that they were very much aware of it. And, you know, like, like so they, they had it in mind. R.J. Barrett, you're right. R.J. Barrett said the same thing. They knew. And when they were in position to do it, might as well do it. Uh, Josh Hart, talk, I, I said to Josh Hart, well, you know, it's half a million dollars are on the line. He's like, yeah, that's a watch. <laughs> it's a watch. Kind of watch you get. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I've heard of some nice watches, but half a million for a watch? You gonna you gonna wish you didn't have that watch when it's time when when you fifty? Like, Why is man, that? I wish I had that five hundred thousand. Well, you could you could sell the watch. Mm. You know what I mean? Maybe. Well, all right. Anyways, so they win. The Celtics have to, they had to win big to win their pool. There were two ways they could do it. They could have gotten in um, with a wild card. I. think think but they ended up with enough point differential no they couldn't have they couldn't have no because the Knicks did what they had to do so that gave that took away the wild card but the Celtics won their pool despite losing to the Magic that pool ended up in a three-way tie and the Celtics won it because of point differential but that was because they had to win big over the Bulls they were smoking the Bulls in this game by the way the Chicago Bulls by the way are embarrassing like they've got to blow that thing up and so the Celtics are winning big, and they're doing a hack of Drummond late I in the game. I saw that. Because they knew they had – they were up 30. They knew they had to win big to win I'm the I'm sorry. Ball. I'm sorry. Here's, yeah, here's Joe Mazzulla on that as, as you know, Billy Donovan was, was not thrilled with this at all. It wasn't necessarily a miscommunication, but we had a guy on our staff sitting near the bench giving – once I told him don't talk to me until, we're, until at the point where it's necessary. And so once it got to 30 at the start of the fourth, we started communicating on what the Brooklyn game was going and what the deficit was. And so when I started the hack of drumming, Billy thought we had to win by 22, but he didn't know the ramifications of what was going on in the Brooklyn-Toronto game. And so I just had to explain to him, this is what our – people are telling us this is what we have to do this is the process towards protecting our lead it gives us the best chance to win in advance and so credit to him for understanding that now now again this is the second time it happened to the bulls if you remember because DeRozan was pissed cuz the raptors were trying to do the same thing and run it up and they were they were really mad about that but anyways that that point differential thing added this wrinkle to it Jalen Brown, though, on a winning side, didn't really love it. It's tough because, uh, I mean, that's just not how the game is supposed to be played. You know, one, you got to respect your opponents, and two, we're set up. You know, we understand the rules, but like, if I was another team, I'd be upset as well if we were doing, you know, the hack of drumming in the middle of the fourth quarter. But coaching staff made their decisions, and we stick with it. What do you think of this whole thing, Bart, as an athlete? That, like, do you think this is a bad thing or a good thing? It's for just, fans, they love it, but what about for players? It's something they have to get used to, right? Because it's, it's like it's like having to win by certain points or something like that if you were playing like cards or, you know what I mean, you got to win by two, those type of things, right? And you got to do it by any means necessary because you don't know what's going on in other places. I think it would be great if, like, in these arenas they put up that information out there so the coaches and the fans are aware as well because now they can understand what they're seeing before it happens. And it's like they can they can do it like, you know what I mean, they can put like the team that they have on one monitor and the other one on the other. And as it goes down, it tells you what they need to win or, you know what I mean, vice versa. I know that may, maybe works better for the home team if that's working. It can suck for the for the, uh, for the the visiting team if they're the team that's, that needs to win like that. You yeah. put that information up like that. But – it also, I think, gives gives teams something to shoot for, and it's only for a small period of time. It's during the tournament time. Then you go back to to, to regular schedule. I think it'd be crazy. I wonder how like um, teams hold these grudges if somebody embarrasses them 
during this time of the year, and then well, they I see go back. each other later, and then it gets a little bit chippy and personal because they don't like the way it's been done. <laughs> well, I, again, and Josh Josh Hart was saying to us that the concern is, of course, is that you're up by you know twenty plus, and it's late fourth quarter, and your starters stay in the game because you know you got to run it up. And he's like, you don't want guys to get hurt in those situations. You're kind of risking an injury. But in the you know, but but on the other on the flip side, again, there was something a little extra to it. Can you imagine if the NFL adopted this? Tie-breaking procedures are – you know how it gets all crazy, like your conference record versus your division record versus your – what if they did point differential in the NFL? Would there be guys – would you take a knee anymore? Yeah, like guys, instead of taking a knee, they, they, they play in and kick a field goal you know or what I mean? get a last-minute touchdown. Somebody might die. <laughs> like, okay, all right, that's what we're doing. But what is that about, like the sportsmanship thing? We gonna give it to thing, him. No. It's one thing if you're losing it and like you're inept and it's just really that pathetic and you just want to be all right. Let's but be it, respectful. It, but if I can keep scoring on you and you can't stop me, that's a you problem. Yeah, man. and it, and it's a game though I too. Got stats to get. Listen, I always said like I didn't care. I didn't propose so somebody you know take a knee and all that type of stuff. Like if if you got points to score, then go ahead and score your points. It's my job to stop you. I'm with all that, and I think your know, teams are gonna have to adjust uh, because they. they the bad blood that'll be uh, gone. But it ain't my fault. Like, it's not even personal. Like, I'm not even thinking about you. I'm just trying to win by a certain amount so I can get into the tournament so I can get a chance to get 500 grand. <laughs> yeah. I would think that would be part of the understanding. Here's Tom Thibodeau, the Knicks head coach on the in-season tournament. It's met its intended purpose, you know, so there's great interest in it. I think it's been good, so. I thought you didn't care about winning. Well, I, I just care about winning. <laughs> <laughs> but he had to care last night about point differential because the score once you saw the Celtics were just smoking the Bulls, you knew like, oh, oh you can't have this happen because it could have it could have knocked you out. Now again, the the Nets also won and that forced the three way tie because Orlando had already won the pool was three and one. The Nets ended up three and one, and so did the Celtics, but the Celtics win because of the point differential because of the three way tie. So if the if the Heat had beaten the Bucs, and that was a close game up until the end. Jimmy Butler didn't play, by the way. He had an ankle thing, but that was also bizarre. They didn't play. But if the, if, the, if the Knicks had won and the Heat had won, the Knicks would have won the pool, which is insane, right? Like, it's like you know, the Knicks could have won the pool – if the Heat won the game and it knocked down the the Bucks point differential, right. so that didn't happen. The Knicks end up getting the wild card, and as a result, they'll play Milwaukee now next Tuesday in Milwaukee in the quarterfinal, which is the beginning of the knockout round. It's all single elimination now. Okay, so now that means Bart that the Knicks are going to play the Bucks five times this season. Mm. They already played them once. They're going to play them twice around Christmas, by the way. So they'll play them three times in the month of December. The, the Bucks are coming to New York on, I think, the 22nd, and they're playing the Knicks at the Garden, and then they're playing on Christmas Day again, which is just a, a, a strange back, like same opponent, same city type of thing. We've done that before, a little series. But now you're playing this team five times instead of four, 
And I don't know if Tibbs loves that. Whatever your circumstances are, you make the bet. When it, they tell us we got to play this team five times, we play them five times and, and be ready. Whatever it is. They say it's eight times, it's eight times. Whatever the schedule says, that's what you have. Sometimes it's in your favor, sometimes it's not. Just be ready to play. And that's what that's where we want the focus to be. Don't change your strategy of how you prepare. Get ready for every game. Analyze what happened, then move on to the next one. You, know, you, you can't feel too good about your wins because they keep coming. How do you feel? Like I feel like, first of all, it's inevitable the Knicks are going to play the Bucks now in a playoff series. <laughs> like, you just know it's right. going to end. You got up. so much familiarity like, with man, each other. On. First round, these guys again. But I also think with with a game that kind of this game does matter. You get a trip to Vegas now out of this, right? So the game matters Tuesday night. It's in Milwaukee. You've already lost to them once, but it was a fairly close game, and you weren't playing well at that time. They could they play them Tuesday. And then you'll see him again around Christmas with two games, especially, and also on Christmas Day. I get a feeling that at some point, because you see him three times in a month, in a, what's going to be a two week span. Win one. You might win one. Not only might, no, no, never mind the might win one. How about the fact that you're going to get so sick and tired of him that it's going to get, it's going to so, get chippy? Somebody going to get punched in the face. I'm just saying, it could get chippy. It's like, you listen, don't think that, so? that's, of course, that's what happens, right? Because you, you don't have time to forget. You you gonna keep that same energy from how somebody played hard and you know you're not, stuff yeah, at you're risk. Not, you're not forgetting, and it's gonna be that's what I'm saying. It's gonna be quick too. It's like gonna be quick turnaround. Like, oh, okay, yeah, get back at him. All right, yeah. Remember he he it's, listen. It's by the third game, somebody gonna get punched in the face, or somebody gonna get fouled hard, and they are gonna take it personal. And I, I'm here for all of it. Oh, I, because I, I'm so tired. I think you're of, right. I'm, so, I'm so tired of changing jerseys and everybody <laughs> hugging and cool my yam. If this makes people have less disdain, because we see it, we see it in sports when it's in training camp. Like they, 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 oh, it was just third week. They kind of tired of going against each other. Dudes elbowing them. Dudes getting the better of each other. Yeah, I'm here do, for it. Coaches do say that, right? We're getting, we're, we're you see that in practice. This brawls start happening in the NFL in the training camp, and they like each other. They they're, te- getting, they're actually real teammates. Yeah, no kidding. But you just so, get sick and tired of fighting the same guy. You know what it's gonna be like? It's gonna be like some joint practices that uh, like the teams have, oh, yeah. where it's like, oh, it was a you know fight today at at, at this camp and that camp, and, and I'm here always for that all one that. guy too, especially like let's say the Bucks win and knocks him out, and then you see him again on the twenty second, and that, that one guy just starts chirping, and uh-huh. you get sick of him. He gonna be like Patrick Beverly after they won the playing game, standing up on the crowd on, on the thing, crying. It'd probably be of all people, it'll be Thanasis. <laughs> right, but Giannis's brother be the one doing all the yapping. Two two minutes, <laughs> two points, two fouls. Like man, if you'll get your ass out of here. How's all right? So here's the uh, what I was talking about. Josh Hart joined uh, Don Lagreca and I last night after the game on the radio broadcast, and I asked him if he was aware of point differential, if they knew what they had to do, and was that stuff even discussed on the bench? Yeah, I think we kind of all knew the situation. Hopefully, you know, we can try to figure something out to, you know, not have it be points because, I mean, it's interesting because you start playing the game a little different. Games like this where you're up by 15, 20, we have the long game uh, in our minds. We want to get guys out. When he said the long game in our mind, we want to get guys out. It means, Mm -hmm. okay, we're up by 20. We probably got this in the bag. Let's rest some of our starters for the for another day, and yeah, and Tibbs had to keep guys out there late. You know, with five minutes to go, quickly shoot uh, the three. No, they, 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 shoot the it again. Crowd was screaming for him to shoot threes, and he, of course, so happy to do it. He knocked down a back to back threes, and really like, set guys, the it's, ter- on fire. it's a tournament. I have to. <laughs> like, but yeah. Steve Clifford, by the way, of the the coach of the, the the Charlotte Hornets, who's he and Tom Thibodeau are friends, and I'm sure they discussed this before the game. Uh, Clifford with five minutes to go, and the Knicks were up. The Knicks were up twenty. He pulled his starters. He put the bottom of his bench in. 
And I'm like, this is interesting. Why would he do that? <laughs> like the we you know the Brian Windhorst. Why why yeah. would he do that? Go ahead and light the ass up. Go and give it your knee, man. Like, that's basically it looked like he was like saying, Go ahead. I know you gotta get you probably want to get as many points as you can. Go ahead. Did he go into a two three zone? Like here's a three point line. Just, <laughs> just here you go. <laughs> just get jack away. But but it was it was interesting. They should have put. They should have put. But he Fournier did that in. right. Did he, he pulled all his starters. He didn't play any of his rotation guys. And there's Tibbs out. There's Randall and Brunson. Like everybody's out there. Why didn't put Fournier in there, man? Put shoot the threes up. If we get an open threes. They, yeah, because you know they didn't want to give up. <laughs> uh, and and again, this is what I was referencing to Josh Hart. Like the concern though about keeping your starters in the game because of the point differential thing. Yeah, man. Kind of with the game a little bit, honestly. Yeah. You know, if one of us went, you know, God forbid, got hurt, you know, in a game where we're up 20 with a minute and a half left, trying to trying to score, trying to get buckets. I mean, it's you know, it's tough. So you know, that's that's what it is right now. So that's what we got to focus on. But um, you know, hopefully we can figure something out. Yes, he did drop an f bomb on the broadcast, but that's Josh Hart. I mean, I mean, so did Jason Kidd. So I think that's just what we do in basketball oh, now. Oh, look we can at say, you teasing. We, You're we teasing say, audio we can, files. We can say whatever we want to say, Sam. You are teasing audio files. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, we'll take your calls on this too. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Now, the point differential thing is out now because it's a straight up knockout at this point with quarterfinals and then semifinals and final at, at, in Vegas. So next week is an open week. Those who didn't advance, they have their schedule now of who they'll play just to make up the two extra games. Those who did advance, you have a quarterfinals, and then you take it from there. So we'll see. I mean, do the Knicks have a chance? They got to beat the Bucks. The Celtics um, and the Pacers are the other quarterfinal in the East. And so, you know, if the Knicks can get past the Bucks, it's the Pacers or the Celtics, the two very interesting opponents to play in the semifinal. But if you can get past the Bucks, you got to feel like you got a shot, don't you? Yeah, it's the magic out. Yeah, Orlando got knocked out. Isn't that amazing? Damn. Yeah, it's amazing. It looked like they were going to advance, but then because of the point differential stuff, they ended up getting knocked out. So I'd love to get everybody's take on that, and we'll, we'll hear from them. But Bart did mention, uh, tease a little bit, Jason Kidd having some words with a reporter. That and more. Patrick Beverly, you got to hear this stuff. Uh, some hockey and everything else in Audio Files, which is coming up next. Stay with us. Spartan Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. At this point, it's the biggest question surrounding the New York Jets. Will Aaron Rodgers play again this season? Yesterday on Barton Hahn, Garrett Wilson joined the guys in his weekly spot, and they asked him that question. As far as him getting back out there, man, I, I try not to put any thought to it. You know, I want him to be a thousand percent ready when he does get back out there. And whether that's this season or, or next season, you know, if he does by chance get out there, you know, I'm sure it'll have the effect that, you know, Aaron Rodgers being out on the field, which you, you know, has. I'm sure it'll it'll be that, man. He, he's, he's truly special. And, uh, but I, I, like I said, I try not to put any thoughts to that, man. It's, you know, it's just him and his recovery and having him around the facility, being in the facility is going to be, you know, extremely valuable, man. He's a great football mind. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up, 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show. And it's only here on 98.7 FM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, so we have your calls at 800-919-3776. The Jets news of the day. Aaron Rodgers... At practice, yes. The 21-day window, the Jets opened it for him to return. Uh, And Robert Sala being very careful with his words about it, just saying basically it's the same thing as him being on a side field, doing the normal rehab stuff, but we're just going to have him with the group instead. So no promises, but still pretty significant that he's back at at least on a practice field with his team 79 days after the injury. So that's a big part of the story. The Knicks advance in the NBA in-season tournament. They win the wild card in the East. So they will play against the Milwaukee Bucks next Tuesday night in Milwaukee in the quarterfinal, which now becomes the official knockout round um, in this thing and see if they can advance to a final four that will be in Las Vegas next week. If you're interested in all that MLB winter meetings start next week. And yet, the hot stove already heating up with rumors about Juan Soto, maybe with the Yankees, and also Yoshi Yamamoto, the pitcher, who the Yankees are very... And the Mets, too, by the way, are are both apparently bidding on against each other. So we'll keep an eye on all that news and more with you. But, Bart, right now it's time for us to step aside and let the headline makers do the talking in the segment we like to call... Audiophiles? Audiophile. Is Bart? Oh my God. You were late. You were late. Had to go to the tinker, man. You were late. And somebody was in the tinker. Audiophiles. No, it's not. It's too late. <laughs> Dina handed it for you. No, no, no. No, don't. No gong. He doesn't get a gong. Had to go to the tinker, no, no, man. You don't, it's, no. only two, it's only two tinkers no, up here. You don't get a gong. That's what you get. Listen, it's two tinkers up here, and one was full, so I had to wait for somebody to come out to tinker. Well, no. 
This is. You do not get a gong. Audio five. No. Extra no. stank. Extra stank. No. no. Can't put extra stank on it. No, you can't. It doesn't matter what you do. You're still gonna get. Okay. Audio. No. Okay. All right. Let's just let's don't just don't even try it. Let's just proceed. Just don't even because you were late, and that's a problem. You know what? I don't know. Very, very disappointed. But I did. I hit. I hit the Bart bomb today. Yeah, and damn. Then you really bombed. Damn. Bart, I'll get you fired up. Maybe that's where you were. (laughs) 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 All right, let's get the audio files, shall we? Let's see. Where do we begin? Because there's some very interesting stuff. Well, I was just mentioning the whole, you know, the hot stove stuff with. Yoko a lot of the rumors going on. The, the, the again, the, the the winter meetings start next week. Man, the Yankees been that win out, win out. They they there's a lot of the rumors pitcher. that there's things that they could do. And John Heyman said that there's they have three options and they could get two of them. They're in on Soto. They're in on Bellinger. They're in on Yamamoto. I do expect them to come out with two, pl- and they can do both Soto and Bellinger. I mean, they are those the answers? I don't know. Are those the like well, Soto's still a good player? You add Bellinger Soto and Bellinger to? to this team, plus all the injuries they had. I mean, this is better than an eight in terms of talent. It's better than an eighty to an eighty team. From MLB Network, the conversation there. John Heyman, who's very plugged in, two of the three: Bart Soto, Bellinger, Yamamoto, and the rumors today are the Yankees are very much in play. With Yamamoto, the pitcher from Japan that everybody is just in love with, where's Soto's just said there's already like rumors of. I think I saw a report. Now, who had this? Um, was it Andy Martino? Had the Yankees and Padres have already been talking. They're in the talking stage when it comes to a trade for Soto. Problem is, they're even okay. exchanging names. The problem is that the Padres right now are asking way more than the Yankees want to offer because John, again, John Carlo, getting we, Soto on a one year and then you got to pay him. We get rid of John John Carlo. I, like I said, I don't know. I'm just, it doesn't sound like they'd love to keep so, uh, Stanton. If Stanton would waive a no trade, though, that's the hard part. He'd be back on the West Coast. So, anyways, that's the baseball stuff to keep an eye on, my man. Um, Listen, weren't the Mets on your out on Yokomono? Like they had they had singer Yamamoto. They got singer like. Like why would why why uh, why are. would we get no play? But no, we they, get no play. They are in on him. But the latest is that the Yankees might be one of the more favorable destinations. So he likes them better. It was basically what you're saying. Well, he likes their money. Listen, we know who got the money. That's the thing. Yeah, but maybe he's, you know. That's what I'm saying. He likes the them more. Maybe it's, you know, it's the Mets, man. I don't know if I want to do that. You know, uh, like maybe he's like that. You don't know. He might want to go for the brand. Dodgers, uh, brand. Yankees, brand. Mets, eh. That's still uh, heavy, heavy cross to bear. Those are heavy uniforms. Mets, eh, nobody's going to bother you. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> you know all, right, all right, let's continue here on Audio Files. You like smoke, right? I love smoke. All the smoke. So there was a t- so when the Lakers and the uh, the Bulls played recently, Austin Reeves made a move on Patrick Beverly and then did the too small, <laughs> right? He yeah, did the yeah, too yeah. small thing to him. Pat Bev on his podcast didn't like it. And had this to say. I didn't want to guard anyone else but Austin Reeves last night. 
How dare you come in Chicago in my hood and hit me with the two <laughs> and don't think that I'm going to come for your neck? It's cool. He going to feel wrath from now on. I'm picking his ass up 94 feet. And Every, it's not personal, just it's, business. It didn't really seem that chippy. No, uh-uh. it was the bump after. The bump was crucial. Yeah, the bump was it was needed. And you stood there like <laughs> yeah. a brick wall yeah. in front good, of a train. Good bump, too. I put my hand up. I got a little elbow to the head as he walked through like this. Yeah, clipped him. I clipped him. Good call. I clipped him. I clipped him. Every time I seen the Lakers until I retire, whatever team Austin Reeves is on, I'm on, I'm on his ass. Because of this? Because of that. You had nothing but glowing things to say about him, and you defended him personally yeah. when it was against the Suns. Yeah, that's what that's what made me angry about it, because I did time for him. You were in that box. I literally did time for him. You paid money out of pocket. Pocket for him. Hit me with this. <laughs> Be your own people. Say less. <laughs> <laughs> the too small just set him off. If yeah, you're Austin Reeves, you you're not paying teammates. attention. You can have some awareness, son. He this do is too one small. Of your guys, but he do too small to everybody. Pretty much. Tell me this. But you want to hear something funny? This. Let me add this, and then you can do that. What 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 makes this even more comical is that the Bulls, right, mm-hmm. might end up trading. The Lakers are interested in Zach Levine. <laughs> And who do you think the Bulls want in exchange for Zach Levine? Austin Reed. <laughs> Wouldn't that even be funnier if they ended up teammates again? The reality is, was Pat Bev on that play too small? <laughs> uh, he might have beast mode him. You never know. But still, that's. I mean, this is your guy. Like this, it's true. Pat Bev was very much taking <laughs> up for <laughs> Austin Reed. People. So you gotta have awareness. Like I, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that to Pat Bev. But he did. People. He was in. He was. In, he's feeling himself. He's in a mood. I thought it was funny. That's good stuff. Uh, who? What isn't funny and who wasn't in a mood, or he was in a mood, but a bad one, is Jason Kidd. Now the Dallas Mavericks are having a good season, Bart, mm. and there was some concern about what they would look like this year because you remember yeah, Luca and Kyrie stuff, yeah. didn't really, you know, mesh well together. Hardly played together, and with Kyrie, you just never know. You don't know what you're getting. But they have been good enough this year to be 11-6, and six, which is the third-best record uh, in the West. And so Jason Kidd has had enough of people just constantly referencing things last year, how they purposely tanked, how you know Kyrie and, and Luka sometimes didn't get along. And Tim McMahon, who's been covering the Mavs uh, for ESPN for a number of years, you know, like he was asking Jason Kidd something, made a reference to last year, and Jay Kidd had had enough. She's not making a big deal about it this year because it's going good, right? So write some positive shit. I just asked you a question. And I'm giving you a fucking answer. Like, I'm t- you guys, you know, there's all right to write positive stuff. People will read your positive shit. You don't always have to be negative, right? Like, it's, the, it's just the world's already negative enough, right? So let's see some positive stuff on some positive people that are playing, doing their job on a nightly basis. Making it a lot easier to do that this year. We're only into this year. We can't go back to last year, right? Like, that's the fucking problem. Now he sounds miserable. Why? Well, they started out six and one, and since then they've just gone five and five. So maybe, just maybe, whatever the good feelings thing was at the start of the season, the other stuff starting to show again. Who knows? But I wonder. Jay Kidd not happy, asking for positive coverage. And again, as a reporter, you know, I'm covering what I see, man. Like again, I've I've told this story. I had a team uh, tell me about how we, when you write negative things, it affects the team. All right, good. So when you win a championship, maybe give me a ring. Exactly. Right? If, I, if I'm going to write nothing but positive, when you win a championship, I get a ring. No, here, here's the thing, though, too. Like, 
with Mark Cuban uh, selling his majority stakes. Well, I was just going to mention that. You're right. He is. Want, he's going to stay in control of the basketball side, yes, though. Yes, But I wonder but if he's going to get more aggressive doing. on his way out. Like, he's like, yo, I'm going to – I mean, he's, he's won a championship anywhere. before. I but got he's not, you. He's not going out. Like, he's staying that's, in charge of so basketball crazy. operations. He's that's keeping so a small percentage of the franchise. So he's still running that side, but he's getting $3.5 billion. And he paid and he paid two point. He paid two hundred and eighty million to get it, 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 a long time ago. But think about this: <laughs> what is he getting to though? Because listen, Mark Cuban's also remember it was uh, was it yesterday Monday he he running for president, Shark right? Tank. Yeah, he's running for president. That's he's a, doing lot something. Of, a lot of people are speculating that he's setting himself up for a presidential as an, as run. It's as a little late in the go, as though, as isn't as it? In, as an independent, don't matter. Isn't it kind of late in the go? It'd be just enough to mess up and take enough votes to put. Um, oh, is that what you think? Hey, the, the third party's going to take, who's he take, take votes, votes from, from, though. Yeah, yeah. Who's he taking votes from? That's going to mess he, it up. He's a, he's a southern guy, too, though. I, because no, he's in Dallas. No, he's not. No, he's no, not. Well, no, no. What I'm saying is he's in Dallas. So yeah, like, but he's not a Southern guy. I know, but he, people down there, but people down there like him because he's, you know, Dallas guy, yeah. Texas. Well, I don't know, but it's interesting. interesting what's going on there. But the kid thing, him, him being like the frustration with the coverage that happens. That's not just the New York thing, everybody. Uh, all right. Uh, speaking of coverage, so have you heard? I know you don't follow hockey that closely, but have you heard the Chicago Blackhawks have this situation with Corey Perry? He was a veteran oh, player. Yeah, I want your mom, dude. Uh, well, I mean, look, that was out there. That So he got suspended by the team, like, out of the blue. And there was a lot of, like, rampant speculation because nobody put anything out. In the, you know, of course, teams never say anything with these things. Yeah. And all of a sudden, there was somebody that floated this thing about how Corey Perry apparently, and this is, again, this was a made-up story now. That Corey Perry and and Connor Bedard, who was the number one pick, the superstar young Super player, young, yeah. Uh, that I guess Corey Perry got with uh, this kid's mom. Yep. And that the team found out, and then they they obviously kicked him off the team. And of course, you know how social mom media has got it going on. Social media wants to believe things like that because it's so salacious and crazy. You're like, oh my god, this is such a great story. I hope it's true. Yes. Well, I, I, Kyle Davidson, the GM, said it's not true. Kind of true. Did not know. Did not address it directly, but had to address something when they decided that they were going to terminate his contract. So when they terminate your contract, th- that means something really bad happened, and they know yeah. they can because you you violated the the whatever. Um, they violated your contract. So here's here's Kyle Davidson on this situation. I do want to be very clear on this one point. This does not involve any players or their families. And anything that suggests otherwise, or anyone her. that suggests otherwise, is I love wildly her. inaccurate. And frankly, <laughs> it's disgusting. Okay, I love so, her. So he's making it clear like where it, I love it her. has nothing to do with Connor's mom. I love her. See, I've heard different. I've heard I've heard I've heard that What's um, Black Twitter saying? I heard that it was somebody in the organization that got at his mom's. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't the player. It was somebody else that got at their mom's. And I'm saying, like, why not get at my teammate? That means he can buy you the house. I ain't got to buy you the house. And he got the money to go ahead and make sure that I ain't got to spend my money on you, mom. We secure. And I ain't got to spend a dime. Would you rather – I guess this is a question. The story's crazy. Would, would, would you rather one of your older teammates bag your mom or somebody else in the organization that don't have as much money – to bag well, your mom. I, I, it feels more like a Udoka situation than anything else. Where, yeah. Right? Like, remember, it's, it's, it's Ime hockey. Udoka had that whole thing going on with it's somebody hockey. else, a staffer. It, it, but hockey. they won't say it's, what. They're just saying it's within the organization. It's hockey. Everybody's doing it. I don't even think that this should be illegal in hockey. Hockey's his own sport. 
should have his own rules. You should be able to do whatever you want in the hallways of hockey. You know what I'm saying? If you if, if it's consensual, you know what I'm saying? Rock out with your socks out, son. But 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 it's not that though. That's oh, it's what, not consensual. What, oh, no, no, okay. No, no, Kyle Davidson's saying it's not what you think, which is the thing with the players' family. Ma, right? Yeah, so, he's saying but, it's but, not but that. But you're saying it could be probably somebody within the organization. I don't. I, I don't know because they won't say. But it is something pretty serious and serious enough for them to terminate a contract. You know how hard it is to terminate yeah. a guaranteed contract. Yeah. Like you, you have to know that we have evidence that you did something that will terminate your contract. I can't wait. And, and, the, and the union cannot. Fi- oh, I, I, I think it okay. needs to come out because if you're Connor Bedard, this thing doesn't. Like I had, I had a friend I'm of mine in the media. Mom. They asked me this part. He he said to me, "All right, so." The team comes out and says this, which is supposed to now squelch the rumor and kill it. But because the rumor gains so much momentum and everybody who's the clickbait blogs and, and accounts out there all ran with it. When 10 years from now, when Connor Bedard is like one of the all time greats in NHL history, when you Google his name, will 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 Corey Perry Bedard's mom be like still the fourth most searched thing? Like, will it always chase him throughout his life, even though it actually never happened? Well, it depends on how many movies he comes out with, movies. how good he is, how many movies. What, what like, movies? He need to do Mighty Ducks or something to be the head coach. He needs to come up and make make those searches be something else because it didn't bother LeBron James. We ain't talking about Delonte West and LeBron James. You know what Fair I'm saying? That, that don't come up. You know what? That, that, so that's so a if he good balls one. out, that's why I said the people movies. still bring it up, but not as much. Yeah, but nobody LeBron searches. LeBron James. People like Delonte pe- West. Like that was the love of my life, son. How about Delonte? Ever since then, Delonte West has just completely disappeared from his mom. Like, his he, mom he's had his, a lot of problems. His mom got that Erica Bafufu. They probably don't, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do LeBron that. James probably probably hit him with that. Hit him with that. No. Uh, what's that? Uh, flip from uh, hit him with the game. The game. The flip. Game. Some of that flip stuff from uh, above the rim. Got him hooked, son. Oh boy. I don't know why I went there, but you did make a good a good point that 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 Delonte West, LeBron James, you know, Gloria's, you know, that that whole thing that Joe Horn has Willie been Rolf. always a rumor, but never actually proven. Even though a lot of other players will say this and that, that so, is not something that comes up all the time with LeBron and Connor Bedard is going to have to, I guess, just make sure that he has such a spectacular career that Joe it doesn't Horn. ever come up again. Because it is, dude. This is come on, be honest. Hey. This is that's a ridiculous hey. thing to come to life that wasn't true. It was a it was a rumor out there, and, and you know Joe Horn and Willie Rofe, you know what I'm saying, and with the Saints, you know what I'm saying, huh? Willie Rofe. That's why Willie Rofe got traded to Kansas City. He was gonna kill Joe Horn because he, you know what I'm saying, with his wife. You know what I'm saying. Oh, his it was wife. out there. Yeah, it was out I'm there sure about that's Dennis Rodman. It was out there with Dennis Rodman and, and you know wife in Detroit. You know what I'm saying with some yeah. of the players. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, the micro the microwave one. He just heating up popcorn. You know what I'm saying. Whoa. Well, the Spurs thing too was that was a, that was another issue there. The Spurs and throughout their championship era, there was a bunch of stuff going oh, yeah. on. Yeah, with Tony Parker, with uh, Tony Parker and uh, I forget who it was, but I, it's not necessary to bring up. It's just that we, that's we. different. But, but but I mean, the kid he's 18 years old, and his mom now is part so of I mean, a salacious, probably hot. She's probably 34. An illegal. Uh, social bad. media rumor. He's an 18 year old. Do you think is he's got? Is she like, married? I got to deal with this. Is she married? I, I don't know. I really didn't. Won't be the last time when his teammates try to come at his mom. <clears throat> and that is audio file. <laughs> 30. She 30, man. She, she, she going to be at all the little hangouts with him and stuff. Like, hey, man, my mom at the team hotel, you better please. stay keep. Hey, man, I know that was your mama, please, dog. Please stop. Please stop. It was like Roger Dorn. I know that was your mama, dog. <laughs> 
Stay with us, part on 98.7 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. You know another story, by the way? This one's a little different. This one's not... This this did you, have you been following the Josh Giddy story with the uh, Oklahoma yeah. City Thunder? Yes, I have. Inappropriate relationship with a minor. But it's such a bizarre. First of all, he's twenty one. Now, does he? Is he no? He came into the league as a teenager, so right away it's like he is going to date teenagers, yeah, okay, right? Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Um, but apparently he's twenty one now, and apparently though this whole story, this so he was this girl. And she's the one that kind of bragged about it on um, social media, and it got around. And I guess she's underage. Mm. And some people, I think Andrew Bogut was saying, because they're fellow Aussies, he said that she lied about her age to him or something. But it's so strange. But of course, he's at that weird age, right? The league is investigating, but the, what can they do? They, they don't have a lot of information, but they're looking into it. He's still playing. It's weird. Like her family's listen- not cooperating at all. Okay, let me say this, right? I played with a, a teammate, um, Marcus Dixon. Okay. Marcus Dixon grew up in the, in the um, South. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Dixon was a highly uh, regarded recruit that was supposed to go to Vanderbilt um, and play high-end D1 football. Yeah. He had relations with 
a fellow classmate in high school. Father found out that he was black and he went to jail for statutory rape simply because he was 18 and she was 17, but they were classmates. And at 18, he's considered grown. So it's very nuanced. And sometimes, you know, it's left up well, to interpretation. And the fact that, that close in age, it's a lot different. But he, right, right. he's saying that he was, I, I think that's what Andrew Bogut's saying, but, that but he but was sure, led but, to believe she was older. But it's your responsibility I as agree. the adult, right? That's what they're going to say. That's what they're going to say. So I, I don't think it should be something scarlet letter, right? But, you know, if, it depends on how far it goes. And they have cooperation. If it is a shakedown, well, it's he, rough. Can go, he can go to jail for statutory rape. It's, it's rough because the league is he's playing while this is going on. Right. And that's something that some people feel is wrong that, you know, but we'll, we'll, the allegations are out there. We'll see what happens. I mean, it'd be, it'd be plenty of time to take the things that he loves away. That's not prematurely take it away and understand that people are innocent until proven guilty. If, 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 if he played well, I mean, five there's, games. There's some videos. <laughs> I'm saying, but, photos. If, but what I'm saying is if, he's played, if he plays five games and loses his NFL, NBA career, like, ain't nobody going to care that he played five games. He's still going to play the ultimate sacrifice. Let's get the details and, and figure out. Maybe she had a fake ID. Maybe she told him. You know what I mean? It, it, just think, he would be 21, still in college, uh, like most players are, and he would be dating underclassmen, some that he may not know what their age are, 17 to 18 in that range. So let's mm-hmm. not let's not judge um, until we get all the facts because – course. It's always easier to kind of wait opposed to jumping out there trying to be first. It, and that's well, what happens. That's what people do most well, of the time. That's what happened to Connor Bedard and his poor mother who, you know, they had to go through everything that they went through with this Corey Perry yeah. stuff, which yeah, we sure. talked about on Audio Files. All right. Sure. Mike Can, I shout gonna... out? Can I shout out? No. Shout out to Rick no. Petino, Bobby Petrino for getting back at, even after he had a scandal. Okay. Okay. Mike Tannenbaum is going to join us in the 2 o'clock hour. We'll see whose side he's on, mine or Bart's, when it comes to this, what the Jets should do in the draft thing, and also with the Aaron Rodgers news, how he feels about that and more. So stay with us for that. But first, get ready to start the NFL week off right, because right now all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay for Thursday night football. Just place a three-leg same-game parlay on this week's game between the Seahawks and the Cowboys, and you'll get bonus bets back if you don't win. NFL same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Build your own or choose from one of the popular SGPs pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. Visit FanDuel.com slash Allen so you don't miss out on your chance to get a no-sweat same-game parlay on America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 older and physically present in New York. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. So it's the question everyone is asking when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. Will he actually return to the field this season? Yesterday, of course, he made his weekly spot on the Pat McAfee show and was asked what will determine if he does return. It's always been first, am I healthy? And then are we alive? Are we in it? Are we playing good enough to make a run? Can I step in and protect myself and play at the level that I feel like I'm capable of playing? But the first part is is the help. So can I protect myself? Can I move around the way I want to move around? We're not where I can make a decision on playing because I'm just uh, health-wise, I'm improving steadily, but I'm not at ability to play at this point. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. 
When it's game time, it is Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.